have a conversation about a couple things. Um, but one of them, for the starters, is clarity versus confidence. Um, I guess the overall theme would be for a player who's trying to see his way forward. Or, or as I say, find your way back home. All right. You hear this a lot. That would be like the parentheses, right? Find your way back home. Finding your way back home. Um, so often players who get injured or been off for a while, whatever it is, you're trying to come back. And a lot of times they are inundated with the word uh, lack of confidence, um, things of that nature. You need more time. Just don't feel right. Don't feel good. Not feeling the ball, et cetera, et cetera. And all of these things, depending on the word use of it, um, lead to, can lead to uh, a buy-in for the word lack of confidence. Okay. However, in truth, looking at the the history of the player, you know, when they got injured, um, if you just backtrack to that, if you're doing fine before you got injured, and you were you were hitting, you were winning, and for the most part everything was firing off like you wanted you shouldn't have confidence issues you should be excited about coming back you should be you know ready to get in and do it because the 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 champion in you is the thing that you are that has been proven so there should be a lot of confidence there a lot of things firing your way but what happens is uh, the issue becomes one of clarity Okay, because when you're working yourself back into something, coming back from an injury, the old habits that you used to, to have are, and our instincts are not always firing the way you would like them. Kind of like an old muscle firing. All right. So you have to first be very patient with the building block steps forward. I call it the building block steps forward. And I, I use the word block. Okay, because those building blocks are like compartments and you want to compartmentalize everything uh, to the extent that you lay it like tile. And if you understand what tile can do, let's just say tile for flooring, right? That's how you create a pathway. In this case, a pathway forward. But you have to know where you are and know where you want to end up. That means to visually have a really good vision of who you are versus how you were, all right? Who you are as a person, player, and person versus how you were in habits, in game style, in tactical approaches, etc. And the reason why, you don't want to get those tangled up because if you can remember who you are, you'll have a high level of peace when you approach this process. That's the truth. Um... And what that allows you to do then is create building blocks. And as you go through the process of laying each block, successfully accomplishing the the exercise of each block, I'm going to call it building block, if you would, or tile that you're laying. What happens is when you successfully lay that, you do so without judging the overall process in rush or in haste of the overall vision to take root because what happens is the second you start laying these little 
the pavement there and you start moving yourself forward, advancing yourself, you can maybe want to jump into playing too quickly or doing whatever. And the second you're not rewarded in your efforts, you judge the process and or judge the outcome. And that's when you begin to see the negative thinking, right? So then the negative thinking produces a lot of other bad habits where you start, you know, overcompensating or fixing things that are not broken, but maybe they just hadn't taken root yet. They hadn't, you know, come to harvest yet. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we try to fix things that are not broken. They're just on their way back, bringing it coming, you know, back into the light. And we need to allow them to catch up with where we are instead of trying to fix something. This is why you got to know who you are, because when you do, you won't rush to judgment. You won't rush to um, fixing things. Right. And all of this plays a role in confidence. Okay, another thing, I'm just, if I could side note, I'm going to build this section out a little bit and talk about it. There's a difference from adopting and adapting. All right. Most players, what they do, especially when they're coming back and they jump into playing competitive play too soon, uh, trying to be the old them and and go down memory lane and get in there and compete hard because you still have the fire in you. You want to get out there and play, but you haven't laid the building blocks and you have not take, gone and uh, through the chore, the boring, long chore of doing the constructing, building those blocks and going through each of those blocks, which is almost an exercise in itself, each block. OK, so when you skip that and negate that process, you get out there and play and you can still do some things really well. Some things come very natural. Some things feel really good. But then those miscellaneous things come into play and you're losing those 30 all points and you can't close out games. You're getting broken really easily. Maybe mentally your, your mental patterns are not the same, which means your your thought process is off because your thinking pattern, your uh, your approach your, uh, towards uh, competing maybe in the service game or maybe in the return game is just off a little bit because you haven't played that much right and um, and again all of those things are who what made you who you were when you were good and will make you better as you become better all right if, if you're going to become better all those things will be firing the right way there's no necessarily right or wrong way there's the way that it's relevant that works for you Right. Let me just say that when I say right and wrong, when I say right and wrong, um, if you underline that, it's the meaning of it is based on what works for you. But back to this whole deal of adopting versus adapting. Uh, generally speaking, players jump into a, instead of making an adaption for the moment, they end up adopting something kind of like um <laughs> when you're going through the jungle or something and something just monkey gets on your back or a parasite and before you know it this little itch turns into a rash and then the little the rash turns into something else and you have this big old problem and you have this rollover problem because you found yourself further and further uh, through the you know the process throughout the jungle throughout the the week it's grown into a problem and now you have a real problem on your hand where you have to do some kind of surgery and now you really have to stop and someone has to fix you first fix your mind second then have to fix you know the mechanics or something like that and oftentimes you watch players if you can get a visual of this 
you know, you everybody's done it before, right? Something works for the moment to get us out of a jam and then we like it and we just start using it. Sometimes it's not because we like it, it's just because it worked and we not only use that, but we recall the feeling we had when we were using it. And so we try to draw on that. And before you know it, what we used for a moment of adapting, we have decided to adopt and without realizing it. Now we have like a permanent house guest. Okay. And it's crazy. And and before you know it, you you start asking yourself like, hey, I don't have as much food in the refrigerator anymore. I don't have, you know, why is my hot water always cold? Well, it's because somebody else is in the house using it uh, with you. It's because the thing that some things have uh, conditionally changed for you. And unfortunately, it's you who's changed, who have changed those things. So to get back to the bedrock of who you are, ground zero, you have to deal with things in truth at your core and, and clarity. I'm circling back to this clarity, the overall theme of this clarity versus confidence, okay, is really should really be the focus, making sure that you're well organized, writing out things, basic, very basic wording, knowing what the keywords are for that week, what the theme of that week is, and have an entire blueprint. Just write it out. Most of this stuff is what coaches should be doing um, to help you kind of counsel you through this process to bring, to resuscitate you back into great play. I'm going to use that word. I'm going to say it again. Coach's job really is to help you manage this process and resuscitate in order to resuscitate you back into great play. All right. First resuscitate, then bring you back into usher you back in into great play. Um, And the best way to do that is acknowledging that um, there's a level of clarity that must be had first and foremost. That's the torch. That's the light. If it's one thing you're going to hold on to and carry, you must have clarity. Clarity is going to be your secret weapon. It's going to be your strongest weapon. All right. And now here's the second one. I'm going to throw this in there because we're talking about uh, clarity versus confidence. Because some people are probably listening to this and saying, well, you know, but, you know, I got to have my confidence. You know, you just don't understand. Well, I think that you guys mistake confidence. the difference between the confidence and clarity. So I'm going to say clarity and self-belief. Those are the two weapons there. I'm talking about some strong weapons, clarity and self-belief. If you have a high level of self-belief and a clear vision of what you're going to do and well-organized, you know, with that level of clarity, you can go and tackle anything. When you, when you have a good line sight of how you're going to run and what path you're going to take. Oftentimes, that's the area that's a little smoky and murky where people can't really see. So they're a little timid in their run. Their run is more of a, instead of a sprint, it's a jog or a fast trot. Um, you lose a step. You don't lose a step because you're old. You're not losing a step because you're, you're injured. You lose, you've lost a step because mentally you, can't, you know that you can't see visually things. So mentally you proceed with caution. And then before you know it, your timing chain is all off. The timing system of everything is off, the whole chain. And it's all linked. It's all linked. It's linked to your psyche. It's linked to your behavior. It's linked to your attitude. (laughs) It's linked to your self-belief. It's linked 
to the end result of the action that you would take. And now we're at back at this again. I'm going to say it again. Clarity versus confidence. Clarity versus confidence. A couple questions. What is it that you'd like to be clear about? What's the one thing you'd like to be really clear about doing on this day or this week? What's the one thing? And this is, I'm talking about practice development. Okay. What's the one thing you'd really like to be clear about? Pick that one thing and hone in on it. Okay. Underlining the word clarity. I'm going to put some bullet points under here. Patience. What's your level of patience going to be? You got it. I hate to say something, ask a question like that, but I'm going to say almost, I tell players, give yourself a grace space. Grace space. Give yourself a grace space. In other words, a no judgment zone, total forgiveness zone, go into it, doing whatever the exercise, whatever the practice is going to be, whatever the drills are going to be, the match play is going to be, whatever it is, it is. Don't judge it. Just do it. In other words, don't judge it while in process. Okay? Almost tell yourself, put up a sign. If you have to, write it down on your phone or put it on the side of the court. Pardon my mess. Please excuse our mess. We're under construction. And you need to remember that when you're being a a monkey butt to yourself, um, being a little too hard or judgmental on yourself or complaining about things. So we got to watch the way we talk to ourselves. And what I'm trying to do is alleviate a lot of that confu- the confusion and through a healthier set of communication uh, skills that I think and exercises that I think players could take on um, as just people, right? Just good old fashioned people. If we take this on, it'll, it'll eliminate and or alleviate a lot of, I'm going to use the word mitigate, a lot of the confusion that comes with judging the process while in progress. Okay. Um, Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Because we're trying to lay out the building blocks first to see them, and then we go construct them. The next thing under clarity, I talked about patience. Um, and I used the word self-belief. But another one, and, I, and under patience, I, I think I, you know, I want to say it this way again, grace space, right? But I want to say this one other thing on the on the clarity here if I could get my words together (laughs) Um, part of clarity is being willing to receive coaching I can say it this way being willing to be coachable okay to consciously choose to be coachable which means not to have things challenged but to have things said to you and you've already made a decision to receive them come hell or high water, I'm going to receive it. I'm going to listen. I'm going to take it all in and I'm going to act on it. I'm not going to take it in and then say, well, I agree with that. I disagree with this. I agree with that. I disagree with this. No, 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 no. That's not it. You have a partner in crime to help you out. So the partner, the coach should be helping you through this process and the buy-in from you and the coach should already be there. All right. That's just that's part of it. Right. Yes. You need to listen to yourself because part of this effort in coming back, I'm going to say finding your way back home, taking steps forward 
all right, carrying the torch because that's what clarity is to see your way back home, to see your way out of the mess that you're in. Okay. Part of this is you need the buy in and a commitment to do it. So at the end of the day, you got to trust the coach because the coach's job is to help you manage, well, resuscitate and then manage you uh, through the process of getting back to greatness getting back to where you left off. So this message is not some of the the jewels in this that you can use as an everyday person, everyday, you know, athlete, player. But I'm talking about for guys who were there, who have it, know they have it, know they could play, have proved it. Not think that you can play, not wish, not hope. I'm not talking about that. Not having a strong concept. I'm saying those who have real conviction about things that they have already proven those guys you don't have an issue of confidence you have an issue of clarity so know the knowing the difference between uh, opportunity to create moments of clarity in your programming or your exercising of whatever you're doing, you know, in tennis, whether it's on court or off court, understanding that you can proceed forward with total confidence because you have clarity and you have that inner peace that allows you to go through the circumstantial whatnots uh, BS that you're going to go through. You're going to have a lot of circumstances, things that just come up, right? Whether it's you're not feeling well, whether it's Um, you know, the wind blowing timing is just off a little bit. Well, in truth, your timing has been off some days when you were playing very well before you got injured. That's the reality. Mm -hmm. I know you know that it's happened before. Don't judge it so much and say, you know, and start lying to yourself with keywords like, yeah, yeah, I hear you, Jesse. But, you know, and some of you guys might say that, yeah, Jesse, I hear you. But you don't know, you know, man, I I used to be able to just turn it around and turn it over so quickly. Um, You know, I was really great at this. Well, okay, let me be honest for a second, because I'm going to speak to that as well. Sometimes players just like players. like anyone who's been successful with something, sometimes they get it uh, right and wrong in the same sentence. You know, the heart of it is right, but the facts behind the story sometimes just not true. Okay. In other words, you probably wasn't as great as you thought with, or you wasn't as swift and smooth as you thought. You remember it. In other words, you remember it how you want to remember it. And this is why I'm using this word called clarity. All right. And and it's also why I tell people (laughs) uh, because you're not a God, stop trying to be the best version of yourself, because what happens with that, when you start trying to be the best version of yourself, you start edit making all these edits for something that's in your head of how you'd like to be rather than building on who you really are. And it's who you are that has been successful. So that person in you, that who you are, it's a person and a player, you're good enough. You're good enough to do what's needed right now. You just got to work on it step by step and be patient with yourself. Okay. I know there's a lot of information out there in the world that 
books and everything people write and talk about be the best version and the best version. Well, hell, how do you know? Sometimes I ask myself, they're like, how, how would a person who's mentally off know what best is? I mean, and I say that off, okay, right. It, you're going to, to, to a degree through wrong thinking and or um, kind of self indulging and, and adding and fluffing up who you think you are and who you want to be all of that stuff is going to go in the pot you, so you go you are going to in a word to some degree retard the process of thinking so when you want to think about these ideas of being your best the best version of yourself you need to think about that is the best version what does that really mean the best version of as opposed to the worst version as opposed to the average version or the I don't understand it small medium large version what are we what are we talking about so we have to get away from that true self false self start with that the truth of who you are and know the false uh, uh, parts so I'm gonna end with this because I'm you know I want to stay focused on clarity versus confidence but I wanted to suggest the other part that I was doing, because all of this comes into the battles that we have, these personal battles and how we see ourselves. Clarity versus confidence, um, knowing the difference, it's really a perspective battle. It's a perspective battle. And the perspective dictates the priority. So now all of a sudden you have, you know, priorities shift uh, and you believe, oh, I need more confidence. Oh, I need to tinker with this, my, my mechanics. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. Um, you know, whatever, you know. Uh, take a deep breath, chill out, have some patience so you can get yourself back, you know, on the horse and start riding again. That's all ultimately I'm saying when I say that. Um, now, I want to add something else. I'm not ready to get off just yet. (laughs) Y'all bear with me for one second. You can always rewind or whatever. Um, Let's look at this from the, call this another chapter of this or a 2.0 version of this. um, And I'll I'll be very brief with it. Okay. Um, From a standpoint of clarity, I used to have some players to, you know, ask me questions on uh, what I thought was more important for them to do. Like play a bunch of matches um, or train and practice. And a lot of times people have gotten to a place and achieved a level of success, arrived at a point of success through a lot of match play. Maybe that's how you did it. Or maybe it was through practice. Whatever it is, the reason why match play is not always the pathway forward just playing matches is because of the whole adopting and adapting thing okay because there are some clear um, uh, problems that that you may have that you may have to tinker with your mechanics all right and you can't always do that in a match so you end up just morphing into whatever and you lose your way so ultimately the solution is to first take inventory of who you are as a person, who you are as a player now, where you are as a player, and 
what your level of thinking is as a person. Okay, you need to know that. That's the difference of true self, false self of, you know, that's why I'm saying things like best version of myself. Leave some of that alone. Okay, and so when I say true self, false self is important to understand when you start digging into that. um, What your strengths and your weaknesses are. All right. I had a conversation with a player, uh, former player and now coach. He's a college coach. He's awesome. And um, he's um, he shared with me, he goes, Jesse, you know, one of the things that you like helped me with and shaped you know, help just shape my whole world and my way of thinking was your ability to get people to see and, and, and unpack their strengths and their weaknesses, not just on a, from an asset standpoint of like, um, mechanics and weapons. And most people think of that as a strength and a weakness, but you kind of like helped me and sat there with me and coddled me and walked with me as I was able to be very transparent as a man and have to unpack my personal feelings and thoughts on what's weak about me as a person. What is a weakness? Is that something that's healthy or is it just normal? What's the, and there's a difference, by the way, y'all, between healthy and normal. All right. Sometimes things are very normal, but they're not healthy for you. All right. Mm, That's a weakness. Okay. And that's something that we don't really want to do. Oh, we should, we need to kind of, um, you know, sever, you know, do away with. So there's healthy and there's unhealthy. It being normal is not something that we want to focus on. That's not a, we don't use that to qualify, keep it or not. What we do is we just note it. All right. And I tell people, well, let's, let's just write it down. We don't want to judge it. Write everything down. Okay. Then when we come back and look at, you know, all of the inventory, we look at and say, is this healthy or not healthy, healthy or not healthy? Ask basic questions first, like how is this being used? You know, what's the purpose of it? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And if it doesn't fit, you begin to find that some of the stuff you just don't need. Kind of like doing spring cleaning and you say, why do we have all of this and why do we keep all of that? You take it and you throw it away. You don't need it. Probably should have never bought it. Okay. In other words, you probably should have never had a buy in to uh, doing some of the stuff and thinking the way you used to think. And you can't see that and you won't know that until you take the time to start listing, listing the inventory. Okay, and as you list the inventory, you will begin to listen to yourself better as well and hear yourself. This means it will produce clarity. Hmm. Okay. so as for being on the tennis court, it's the same way. Going out there with a single focus sometimes is the best approach. Pick one thing we're going to do that day. So we can see ourselves forward. And when you take on that type of exercise, you will understand that uh, it can be utilized even when you're playing a match and it's a tight match or you're down, you're behind in a match and you want to come back. Things are maybe not everything doesn't seem to be working well. Instead of spending time trying to fix something while you're out there, instead of spending time battling yourself, just come up with what's The single focus you need to take right now, what's one thing you can do to improve your situation? If there was one thing you could do, choose it. And I, you know, I asked a couple of players that um, while they're playing sometimes, sometimes I ask him after a match, 
And then they come up with a, a great idea. And I ask the next question, like, so what do you think it would take for you to think this way when you get out there? Not the answer they gave me, think that way, but to think tactically that way in terms of the approach for drawing out a solution from themselves. Because you don't need to look to the stands at the coach for a solution. No, no, no. The best coach is going to be in between your ears. But you have to equip the players to be the best coach for themselves by being able to ask good questions will produce better results. Good questions will produce better results. That's the way you begin to see yourself forward and see your way out of that little dark, smoky, kind of unclear, murky place. Again, the torch is clarity, people. The torch is clarity. And that's what you have the right to carry. You already have it. You just got to be willing to point it in in front of you. Look around, slow down, see where you are. Don't be afraid to do that. And uh, like the fellow... Uh, now coach, former player said, he says, you helped me to understand who I was by looking at how I am, who I am, and what options I have. And it just changed things when I began to look at myself totally different. I, I could take myself on and not be afraid. You know, uh, in other words, don't play hide and seek from yourself. Get to know who you are. Get to know how you think. Understand where some of the the thinking that you you already have now, where that comes from. All right. Figure out what's a weapon and what's a weakness. Okay. What's a weapon and what's a weakness. And uh, for another topic, we'll get on some of that other things when weapons become weaknesses as well. We'll (laughs) I'll unpack some of that and talk about it. Um, But anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Feel free to share and remember together with jessecooper.com. For every player, boy, girl, man or woman, the athlete, we pride ourselves on winning inside the lines together with jessecooper.com.